Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Every time your electrician visits from Clinton Electric, he arrives on time in a warehouse on wheels ready to get to work. Each visit includes a 10-point electrical safety evaluation. We get to know your home and identify age, wear, or out-of-date components and clearly explain your options. Family-owned, customer-focused since 1969. Give us a call at 410-453-9800 actually helps them design their shoes oh cool yeah so um he's like yeah he's like i would love to like do something like that so it's just kind of like a trial and error like to see but video i feel like for what i'm doing it just needs to happen mm-hmm. and i want to learn how to do it anyway so we can do it yeah because absolutely. i feel like he could help us so that's why i'm trying him with this that doesn't really matter i'm just doing it for fun mm-hmm. and then if he like really likes it then he can come over here onto the more of the business side of it because the stuff I'm, like, going to be talking about is just, like, me just wanting to talk. Yeah. Shocking about whatever. So. Um, what, uh, so, also, like, what filter were you using for those TikToks? Because I was like, Hold- Nicole? Like- I know. Well, first of all, <laughs> I had – I think I put a little extra bronzer on. But um, I was in my ro- – <laughs> like, I was in, like, my, my room, my office space. And um, my my ring light is, like – so if the, my desk is like thinner, like shorter mm-hmm. depth than yours, so my ring light's probably it's like closer a to foot, your face. a foot yeah. away, and so <clears throat> then my camera and I was like, oh my god, just let me walk around with this ring light all day yeah. and like make myself look completely flawless. I know it was really funny because I knew I had put some extra bronzer on, but then once I did that, and I do think like this room we're in has too much lighting, but like my room like has two windows. And they're kind of in a position where my where my desk is. I think the I think it's just perfect the way it's set up. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point of a ring light is when you don't have. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I feel like I don't know. Like it's um, but it's dark in my room, mm-hmm. so it's like it just magnifies everything. I'm like, this is. I could just sat there and talk to myself all day because I was oh just looking God. so flawless. You made like three videos. Like I I don't even know how I found your TikTok. Like, I didn't even know that you had, had done that. And I was, like, on Isla's, and it, like, popped up on my yeah. thing. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, I didn't mean to post the first one. But then I was like, <laughs> fuck it. And then, I, and then I did the second one. And then I was like, oh, I should probably put this one. Like, so me. This is, like, that's exactly why, like, the Polished Nichols text me. And they're like, so what's your content going to be? Like, what's your plan? And I'm like, um... This is, like, one of these things where it's, like, I actually, like, don't have an avatar. Don't know what my content's going to yeah, be. I'm just kind of just doing it and letting it be whatever, you know, whoever wants to listen can listen, whoever doesn't want to. Like I said before, I've talked to you about it. Like, Well, yeah, before we even started this, you had like mentioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, how to use a podcast. Let me know if I can help. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to have fun with it. Like I want to have you on as a guest where we can just like really talk the way we want to talk. You know what I mean? And like bring my other friends. after dark. Yeah, Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, ooh, mad girls when the kids go to bed. Talking mad girls, like like actual girls. Yeah. Well, and it's like you know, um, I just I just really want to 
talk about. Like I love like deep conversations. Like I love banter and I love like talking like shit and stuff. But like there's some like really good conversations I have with people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, like we should talk about these things. Like one of my friends like – um, has two kids already and she's like going through the whole adoption process Aww. and she's been going through it and I just feel like that's a story that like people like us you just assume like you know how adoption works it's very very rigorous thing I don't know and just like we have kids and there's mental health issues I mean look at the thing that just happened in Baltimore and like you know I don't know I just want to like talk about things and just kind of let it flow wherever it flows I love that so we'll just see what happens and we yeah. can all just get together and I love that. And just talk about whatever. <clears throat> and then people can comment and tell you they don't like podcasts and that you should <laughs> wear something with pockets <laughs> next time to put your keys in. Oh, my God. So go ahead and, like, drop your podcast. So You've Never Seen Me Naked podcast is coming soon. Which is the name you've had for years. Yeah. yeah. And just so you know where it kind of stems from is Literally, when I was in high school, and as all of us females did, so, like, I don't need, like, oh, you're skinny comments. You know, I think in high school, like, it was all just about being skinny. Like, big booties weren't mm-hmm. big booties weren't a thing. Big lips weren't a thing. Like, all all the shapes and curves, which are beautiful and amazing, they weren't a thing. It was just about, like, okay, how many Twizzlers can we eat during our six hours of school for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to make sure that we fit into our size twos. So then when I would like, you know, if I ever alluded to the fact of like not feeling comfortable in my body, my friends would be like, oh my God, you're so skinny. I'm like, you've never seen me naked. Okay, so don't even talk about what you think yeah. you know is under my clothes. And I've always said that, but then as I got older and obviously like evolved and became a woman, I, um, it really, right before the pandemic, or maybe it was during the pandemic, like a lot of people, like I was like, oh man, like, I should do this podcast and just kind of talk about things. Like, and at first it was all about mom shit, right? It was like mom banter, boss this, boss that, because that that was where I was at, in my life at that time. Like that was the primary focus. Um, but yeah, now it's just about like pulling back the layers of the, the onion peels and just pulling them back. And it doesn't matter if you're a professional or if you're 20 or if you're religious or if you're a mom or a dad or a brother or sister. Like I just kind of want to talk about everything you talk about over coffee conversations you have in a bathroom when you're drunk, conversations you have at a bar, conversations you have with your kids, conversations you have with your husband, and things that people don't want to talk about out loud. I feel like that's my specialty. So it's like real conversations with Nicole. It's like real talk. Like, yeah. let's just talk about it. And like, if you are if you want to listen, that's great. If you don't, just swipe or <laughs> delete me or cancel me. But don't delete this <laughs> podcast because we do appreciate our patrons. Yes. Yes. Um, so... You know what's funny is like this is so random and probably like a great like <laughs> introduction piece minus all of the stuff we were just talking about. So the, you mentioned the, the stuff that happened in Baltimore yesterday. We were like glued to the scanner. I'm like, sure. Glued. I was thinking about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We were glued. And uh, Eric knows the guy. <coughs> Sorry, obviously, I'm like coming down to something. It's so fucking Oh. Annoying. It's like no matter. I literally had strep last week, two weeks ago. And I've got something else and I sound like a teenage boy and I'm just like, great. This is awesome. But you're a cute um, teenage boy. <laughs> just wait till it gets worse. I have like chronic bronchitis that happens twice a year. Oh. And I don't know if that's what this is, but like it's very raspy. <laughs> like I should do an entire episode by myself of like phone sex voice. But that could be on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me know. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I was like 
uh, this this morning at like 6.45, they had a press conference. And so I'm like trying to get on the app for the news station or whatever to mm-hmm. like watch this press conference. And I'm literally, it's like 6.47, right? So I'm like, I'm already two minutes late. Like I need to see this. And fucking ads start popping up. And I'm like, bro, like I'm missing a pre- like vital breaking news right now <laughs> to watch a Comcast ad for 45 seconds. And so I, I actually wanted to ask you, like, even though that's what you do for a living, mm-hmm. do you like, is it annoying when you see stuff like that? I think it's sometimes hard. You know, look, obviously I don't work for the Today Show, but I think sometimes it's extremely frustrating. You know, now are you talking about the part where you're just waiting for the news segment to come back, but they have to run commercials. No, as soon as you hit the play button mm-hmm. on their website, mm. it plays a commercial before oh, it streaming. shows you. Yeah. So like yeah. today it was Comcast and I was like, oh my God, I'm missing. Like, and it had happened before with like other police stuff too. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was like trying to get the news because we don't have cable. Yeah. We literally like I don't need it. We have like all the streaming services. Right. But I um, it's happened before where I've tried to get like actual happening news to see if like my husband was shot or not. Right. And it was like today we're going to advertise Comcast. And I was like, fuck you, Comcast. I'm never buying your shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, because. I'm in the business, but it's it's about money, right? And ad placement and it's streaming and that being another platform that is everybody on. But yeah, it's super frustrating, especially when you are trying to get the news and where so many of us now are cord cutters, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't we don't subscribe to direct there is a dish dish. See, I don't even know the name of it anymore, um, or Comcast. So it's like let me just get what I need. But that's also who we are now too. We need like instant access to everything now so yeah it's super frustrating i mean there's nothing more frustrating too when on the other the flip side of it there's breaking news if it's raining or let's just say there's going to be a a half inch of snow and they decided that they're going to preempt all the commercials for the day right so those are client paid commercials that are getting preempted because our news weather person is going to stand on there and talk about the snow that's coming or that has laid on the oh. ground that's half inch and then you know and then everybody just gets glued waiting for something else different to happen but all they're really doing is talking about the same thing it's like on repeat all day long yeah. so then all those commercials it's called getting preempted and then what typically happens is like my rep will call me and she'll say hey you know there was breaking news yesterday so like during the today show your client's ad got bumped like where can we make it good so then they'll have to take that spot and p- plug it into like another program to make it good fun facts yeah i never really thought about that <clears throat> but i feel like the ads that play before like breaking news it's yeah. normally like the huge companies like i don't think i've ever seen like like a, a national company or something yeah like yeah. i don't think i've ever seen like a car commercial right before like as i'm hitting the play button trying to find out like yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like they're always national companies. But I was just curious because I was watching it and I was like, I wonder if Nicole feels like this too. Like, and don't get me wrong, Facebook ads that I don't create, I also find annoying sometimes. And like, mm-hmm. it, it's just like after a while. YouTube, all of it. Lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's not, we're not bashing our product. I'm just, you know, in a situation like that. Like, well, because in most cases, like YouTube, it's skippable, but like on a platform like that or like Hulu, they're like non skippable. So, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Anyway, I was just curious. I was just curious as to what you thought. No, it was a great question. Um, Because, oh, my God, I was so pissed. Like, there was – shit, when was it? This one wasn't as bad because Eric's at home and 
we had had pretty much a roll call with all of our friends, like mm-hmm. knew they were safe. There was one in particular, shots were fired or something, like when he was on the job and I couldn't get a hold of him. And I was like trying to find like the new, cause they had streaming stuff, like, con- like it was a shit show. And I was like, I can't get past this like 40 second ad campaign. I was literally on the edge of my seat. So yeah, just, and we can yeah. have Tom edit that out if you don't want to talk about no, it. No, we can certainly talk about I mean, it's, I just no. Wanted, like I was curious what you thought about it because like there's no way that everybody in the ad space sees every ad and is like, this is great. Like, no, my kids I mean? hate ads and they're just watching cartoons. It's like, why, why? <laughs> and I'm like, this is what I do for a living. Yeah, like, ads pay for your yes, fucking cartoons. I'm like, this is my job. <laughs> like, please, you know. So no, I get it. I No, I t- especially like in a situation like that where there's like your husband is in you know he's a police officer and there's something that's happening here right in your county that you live in it's like yeah it's like okay enough please like give me the information i need yeah i was just like oh my gosh i'm literally missing like minutes of this press conference and to re-watch those minutes i'd have to wait till it's over and record it Uh to go back and see it but i mean it's whatever i was just curious um so with that being said Mm -hmm. welcome to another episode (laughs) of mad girls in marketing i'm victoria and i'm nicole and what are we getting into today? Well, I had like I've been talking to people about like I've been meeting with like my reps and like just talking to managers from other stations. You know, it's a new year. It's still the new year technically in my world. And like even though we're in February, like placing media for my clients and whatever. <coughs> Sorry. But we always end up talking about like back to office. Like a lot of people are going back to the office now. Um not necessarily my situation or your situation, but I just it, – it's so interesting because, you know, it's it's like a pain point when you talk to people about it. Like I was – I had a Zoom call with a rep the other day down in D.C., and she was like, hey, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I'm in my kitchen right now, but we're back to the office three days a week, and I knew like I could just run home real quick and have lunch and you wouldn't care that I was here like but we can still have our meeting. I'm like, yeah, it's totally cool. Like I don't care. And I do feel like people are a lot more laxed about like having Zoom calls mm-hmm. and whatever's going on in your environment, you know, is just kind of the new norm. But like when I say like, oh, so you guys are back to the office, it's like every rep is like, yeah, I am. It's not cool. And so when I, I have different – I'm getting – but then it's like I have – and it's and sometimes it's even more the managers who are mad about it. Like, yeah, we I don't understand. Like, it's coming from the higher ups. Mm-hmm. Like, my reps are doing fine. We don't need to come back to the office. And then some people are like, actually, I don't mind going back because I feel like I'm more productive in an office. So I just kind of like I actually thought I was going to get a lot more feedback on it on LinkedIn when I posted yesterday. I haven't checked, but um, it's just such a weird subject and it's happening more like even my husband who like in his contract it's like he can work from home if there if his like if there was an office space that was in like maybe 20 minutes from us he'd be required to go into the office and he doesn't care because he's like I don't mind going in once or twice a week like I can knock things out I know the things I'll get done at home the things I can get down get done in the office but I don't know what do you think about it I I, I'm like considering I just bought an office (laughs) (laughs) so you know what's funny is um, – oh God, that's such a loaded question. So it's twofold, right? Having an actual office space and paying for said office space. Part of you is like we should use said office space. Now, if my employees were like, I don't want to come to the office ever again, I'd be like, that's fine. Like I'll still be here. Like, But also I think it also depends 
on how much management people want over their employees, right? Mm. So Mercedes, my new girl, who I just hired on Monday, love her. If you're listening to this, I love you so much. And I'm so <laughs> glad to have you part of the team. But she likes being in the office. And we do digital marketing, so you can literally do it from like anywhere, right? But then Jess, like barely ever comes to the office unless there's a training or we're having a meeting or something. And she works better at home. And I literally tell them all the time, I don't fucking care when you work, right? where you work or how you work. Just get it done right? and like do your job. Like if I have to tell you you're not doing your job, that's when we have a problem and that's when I have to start pulling you in. But like I don't know what a rep's job looks like, but I do yeah. know other people – in like sales positions and business development positions where they're like starting to be required to come back to the office. And I really think it has to do a lot with like people want to make sure they're getting what they're paying for. I I, I was going to say that. I completely agree with you. I think that there is – I think the first reaction for somebody who doesn't understand business, like the other side of it, the first, you know, natural <clears throat> – excuse me. Sorry. Like reaction We're both is, like <laughs> <laughs> is to be like, well, I don't want to go back to the office. Like if I'm meeting my numbers, who cares? And in some sense, I agree with that. Like, look, if you're meeting your numbers and you're doing your things and you're showing up for your meetings and you're being and you're you're, you know, doing the job that you got hired to do. I get it. Like I would I I feel the same way you do. Like if you're doing your job, like I don't care. And even mm -hmm. whether you're in digital marketing or even my job, like I can work from anywhere. Like I could pick up and move besides like having those touch points with my clients, like face to face, I could do my job anywhere as well. So, and so could they, but it's like, there's such another piece to it that it's, that I think because of the pandemic where a lot of people took advantage of the pay, the flexibility, um, the, the non micromanaging that was, always a big issue in any type of like office or corporation like oh I'm, I'm micromanaged they need us to be here they're never gonna let us leave why if i'm in this area i have to come back to the office and check in even though we're our, See, that's you know what I understand. if you're a sales rep or business development or like anyone and you go out into the field if they make you come back to the office mm -hmm. and it's like out of the way like i used to have to do shit like that like back in my early days like if I had when I worked for a commercial cleaning company if I had a meeting in the morning it didn't matter where it was I had to go back to the office afterwards yeah. and I'm like this is stupid it's a waste of gas like it's literally a waste of gas and time and yeah. time that happened with me a lot um at my old job like it was like I mean, and I would be like 30 minutes away or even further. And it's like, why? And I, but my, but my house would be 10, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, why? Like, I don't understand, especially if I'm, if I'm the type of person who like, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm hitting my numbers. Like, I, like just a good employee, you know, like you're getting what you paid for with me, you yeah. know? But I think there's also like that, right? Like that. If you've been in that work atmosphere for so many years and then the pandemic came and then you get to work from home and then it's like you're almost scared to like go back to the office because you're like, are we going back to the old ways? Are we going back to like, well, you have to stay here till 530. Like you have to do all these cold calls. You have to do all these things. Like I think when you're like anything, when you are taken out of that environment for such a long time and they have to go back into it, there's a sense of fear. There's a lack of trust especially if you had any hesitation about it, like in a sales position, if you had any hesitation or or dislike about what you were doing prior to the pandemic, but then you you kept your job because you were able to kind of work from home and get away from all that. 
I don't know. I think there's a, I just think there's like, I can, I can understand two sides as a business owner. I'm like, look, I think it's good to bring people in office. I don't know that you need to be there three, three days a week, but I do think it's good to bring people in. I know as a business owner, the one thing that I do miss is I miss like the creative juices flowing. I, I miss like not necessarily the um, water cooler talk, but like, and all the drama that goes along with it. But you know, energy. Yeah, the energy, the energy and bouncing ideas off and like playing music and hearing somebody call somebody and like getting an idea like, oh, that's cool. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe I take that approach. I definitely miss that. So I, I find value in that. Um, but I but then on the other side, I, if this all didn't work out, like I couldn't imagine having to go back into an office and like report to somebody. Yeah. So it's, you know, I just, I've been getting different feedback and it's, and it doesn't matter what position you're in. Like even managers who've been in the business for a long time who are like, you know, general sales managers or just like local sales managers or national sales managers. They're like, yeah, like I just want to work from home. Like that's what I'm used to. And also though, that might be, that might come along with your tenure. Like how long have you been in a, you know, this position so that's for? That's what I was going to say. It's not even like, I wouldn't even say it's like the, the salesperson tenure because like, if you look at like people like my parents' age or whatever that were sales reps, right? Like they were a lot of the time on the road mm-hmm. at home, door to like the door to door salesman, but like not really door to door salesman, you know? Canvassing. Yeah, all yeah. of that stuff, right? <clears throat> but I think a lot of it depends on the age and the tenure of like the manager. Mm-hmm. If they spent X amount of years in an office. Yeah. That's what they're conditioned to understand. Yes. And so I almost think that part of the reason that people are having a hard time hiring is the lack of flexibility mm. with, mm-hmm. with yes. like millennials. Right. So if you say, well, I don't want to say millennials because I'm technically millennial and I think the cutoff is like what, 2000 or something. Yeah. Um. So that generation though, the ones that graduated college somewhere around 19 or 20, mm-hmm. like 2019, 2020, even 2018, like they're they any job they had they were working from home mm-hmm. and so now you're gonna tell them like no you have to come to an office it's like the flip of having to work in an office and then being told during COVID you have to work from home like you're just like not used to that and honestly like I, that's when I that's why I tell my team like I don't micromanage unless you give me a fucking reason for it but like other than that like I just. I don't see what it matters, really. Yeah, I, look, I, I feel like if you're doing your job, and look, I don't, I am, I am structured to work a certain way based off the environment that I came from, right? Like, I have a sense of urgency, and I, I handle my business a certain way because I was groomed a certain way during my career path. But I have to be open minded to hiring a. 30, even a 30-year-old or a 32-year-old or a 20-something-year-old that they are not groomed the same way. They don't think the same way. Mm-hmm. Even if their parents have super great work ethics and this is a different world we live in. And the quality of life to people, it just means so more. It, oh, my God. It does. It, it just does. It's like <coughs> I don't I don't know about you, but like <coughs> I don't know that the monetary part of it is as important to the younger generation as it is maybe to – to you or I or whoever, because it's like, well, I'm fine making X amount of dollars and working three days a week and not working on Fridays and starting my day, my work day late on Mondays. And that is really what you find a lot Mm -hmm. in, in early thirties, 20 year olds. 
And I'm not knocking it because it's just not, it's not my generation. It's not how I was groomed. So I think there was a part of me a couple years ago. I was like, what the hell? Like nobody wants to work. And I do think that that that's a whole nother pocket. I do think that there are people out there who just don't want to work. <laughs> but for the most of us who are out there working, it's like we as older people that are older than me kind of created all this, right? Like we've pushed people to their max and then this pandemic happened, which I do kind of feel like it was a good thing for other reasons, but I don't know that we should knock the generation for one quality quality life over quantity. Well, it's how they literally were groomed. <clears throat> like you have to remember, like me and you, like Facebook came out when I was like a senior in high school, and then it was like MySpace for a couple of years before that, and like we did not get things instantly, right? Yeah, you had to take your time, you had to work for it, you had to wait. But social media, and that's what we were told. Yeah, you got to work for it. You got to work, work hard. You got to work hard. You got to work hard. You got to earn your keep. Like all of that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But I, th a lot of people in that like age range grew up with social media. So I'm, how old am I? Thirty four. My mm -hmm. sister's twenty three. We are eleven years apart, and she grew up a totally different way than I did. Yeah, same mom. Yeah, we have different dads, but same single mom in the same household, and we grew up totally different. Yeah, and. <clears throat> It has nothing to do with personalities. It has to do with like what was trending, what was like, what were the fads, how were people setting up their expectations, what was school like, mm -hmm. right? And so I think like people expect instant things and working hard and like having a lot of ambition and laying down those like stepping stones might just not be for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, you know, it's it. I, I am trying to be more open-minded about it because even me being a business owner, one of the biggest things I struggle with is bringing an actual partner on and bringing a partner on to me means dollar signs. Like I need to pay them X amount of dollars in order for them to be valuable in order for them to work hard as I'm going to work and in all these things. And I'm starting to try to retrain my thinking about that because I don't know necessarily that that's the case. Like maybe I can find somebody that's a little younger who's like, look, I don't need to, you don't need to pay me six figures. Like I'm just here to work and like have a life and still do well and but be I a part of something. it depends on what you're willing to give <clears throat> yourself. Yeah. Because if you get that younger person, that's more time that you have to do. Like this week training Mercedes, I've been pulling 12 hours, which is probably part of the reason I sound like this. <laughs> I've been pulling 12 hour days because I have to train her yeah, and I have to teach her how to do the things. But then I also have all the other stuff that I have to do. So I think if you like, but then we have like Jess, I mean, I have more people on my team than this, but they're yeah. just two polar opposites. Yeah. Jess came from a social media background. So I just threw shit at her and she just ran with it, you know? But so I think it really depends on like what you're actually willing to, to do. And it, I think both are fine. Really. It's just, yeah. You know, do you want to mold someone or do you want to get someone who's had experience i think what i would be looking for is somebody who has experience because i would want them to come with a list but that's a whole nother thing but um i'd want them <laughs> nicole's to, hiring yes i'm hiring <laughs> i want you to come with a list of clients um that you can manage nicole but, at madgirlmarketing.com yes, yes thank you please reach out um yeah i mean look i think at the end of the day there, there's not a right or wrong answer to no. this i think that it's situational it is situational and i think that also, too, it's like, look, if you do have to go to the office three days a week, that's nothing. Because there was a yeah. time when I worked at the local TV station. I used to have to walk to the bus stop. And yeah, four feet of snow. when it was like four feet of snow. <laughs> 
with no shoes on. No shoes on. Why did they ever not have shoes on? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like every grandparent ever was like too poor for shoes. Like I don't understand. I think my father-in-law has at least told us 17 times that like he never he never missed a day of work. Oh you know what God. I mean? I love him to death. Love you, Mr. John. But I mean, I mean, I've been with Adam for 10 years now, I think something like that. And I know at least 17 times, which me and of course I'm patting myself on the back because I'm like, I worked my ass off. So he ain't <laughs> talking to me. Um, but anyways, like, yeah, I, I think, you know, there's no right or wrong answer to this. I, but when I was at when I was at WBAL-TV, um, there was two women who had a work share. Kelly, if you are listening to this, you know I'm talking about you. Um, had a work share. And so one of them would work Monday, Tuesday. The other would work Thursday, Friday. And then they both would work on Wednesdays, okay? Like they would split commission? Yeah. Yeah, that, they would split commission. Like it, right. And like all of us are like – well, that's awesome. But like they were the only ones who could do it. I think within the entire corporation, they're the only ones that could do it. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm over here knocking out babies. <laughs> Not actually a- punching them in the face, but <laughs> producing, <laughs> <right>. yes, <laughs> producing them. Um, but anywho, like they had this really like great thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, and you just – it felt so far – it felt untouchable. Like that w- – no, none of us were ever going to be able to like just work three days a week. Mm-hmm. So my point is is that if you do have to go back to the office three days a week, like just embrace it. You know, it's like – it's probably good for you. You just don't realize it. You're just accustomed to what you've been doing for the last two and a half years. But it'll get you motivated. It'll give you a reason to get up and get your butt to the office and like – do things, be around other people, keep the positive vibes going. And, you know, and those of you who do like going to the office, good for you. But, you know, I I do feel like it's such, I was just so kind of like taken back by it because I thought for sure it was going to be like managers going, yeah, they absolutely need to come back. And then like the reps going, no, like I don't want to go back. But I've just gotten so many mixed reviews about it. I was just kind of curious to see what everybody thought. But I think if you have to go and you are more productive at home you have like an hour drive one way something yeah. like that like show your productivity and take it to your manager and just be like look I just want to know I yeah. feel like I'm more productive working from home and like like actually show your case because the thing is is like as a manager you want to assume the best of people but you can't always do that and this is literally coming from like 10 years of management under my belt yeah <coughs> Not necessarily like at one company, but like I've managed a ton of people. I've managed a ton of schedules. I have managed people stealing from me. I have managed people who are rock stars. And it's like you're always so skeptical. Like Mm -hmm. really, what are they doing? But if you can actually show your boss, like, look, bro, this is what I'm doing at home. This is what I'm doing here. And if there's an increase in productivity at home, like there's no reason. Like for for me, I like coming to the office because I've got – all of the things at home that just are yeah. there as distractions. distractions. Yeah. But like I've had jobs where I've had to drive like two and a half hours one way. Like mm-hmm. that is not productive time. Like I can make all the phone calls I want, but at the end of the day, like, do you know what I mean? So, it, I mean, really, if it's, if it comes down to productivity itself, like fight your, show your case. If it doesn't work, then you really need to assess. Can't ask, you don't get, right? Yeah, don't exactly. ask, don't get. No, it's true. And, and for the managers out there too, it's like for the reps to the managers, like, Everybody has somebody to answer to. Like these managers aren't trying to make your lives miserable. There might be some out there. I'm sure there are. We've all had them. We've all had them. But (laughs) 
for the most part, they they're they have people from the top going like, no, they need to come back to the office. Let's not also forget that a lot of these these companies have large buildings. That's real estate, right? Mm-hmm. They're losing money if people aren't in them. And the chances are they're not going to be able to sell them. Not quickly, not for the cost that it was purchased. Or they're in a contract. Yeah, exactly. So those seats need to be filled. So there's just before you get angry about going back to the office, how can you turn it into a positive? You know, how can you turn going into the office into a positive? How can you plead your case after you've gone and you've done your due diligence and you've gone for like two months going three days a week? Or what idea can you come up with? What idea can you go and pitch to your manager and say, listen, instead of me or us coming in three days a week, why don't we make that third day like a day where we all get together? Everybody comes in, we brainstorm, like we make that third day. You know what I mean? Where we can like sit in the conference room, bring in some lunch, you know, and just like, what clients should we going after? What new prospects are there? Or, or everybody every week is responsible for one piece of research or data that everybody can go over, like a fun fact or a new idea. Like, come up with some ideas. Like, it doesn't have to be this doom and gloom type of thing. But, you know, everybody has people to answer to. Even though we're we're business owners, we have to answer to people, our clients. We have people to answer to. Like, so everybody's kind of got somebody over their head all the time. But I would look at the going back to the office thing as a positive thing, like not necessarily a negative thing. You can still dictate your schedule. You can still have the quality of life you want. You know, um, it's all about managing your time too. like create that energetic calendar. What are you going to do for the three hours you're there? When are you going to take your lunch break? What are you going to do? And I get it. A lot of you might be new moms, moms who've had more than one kid. You might be new to a business. Just kind of take a pause and think about like, how can you make this a good thing instead of a bad thing. That would be my suggestion. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Like, I personally like the office. I don't like working from home anymore. Like now that I have this space. Yeah. And I like, I just like don't. I always, when I decide to build up a team of my own, like I want people to love working for me. I want people to be able to come to me and say, listen, I know you want us to come in here. I know you want us to, but, and be able to have those kind of uncomfortable conversations, but like real conversations about like, like, like we all have life. We all have shit. You know, so have those conversations with your manager. If you really don't want to come in three days a week because you live 45 minutes away and you have a newborn at home, but you're proving yourself, then go have that conversation. Don't go out to lunch and bitch to your friend about it. Like, it's not going to get you anywhere. It's just wasted energy, wasted energy. Like, just go and like have the conversation because believe it or not, you're not on their mind, right? They're just being told, have them come in three days a week. They need to come in and then they've moved on to the next thing they have to check off their list. So, you know, um, but but make it fun. Come with ideas. I, I do I do miss that. Like I loved going to my manager at BAL with all kinds of like new ideas. Like, oh, let's do this. Most of them I got told no because <laughs> because it always like interfered with like the news programming and like it's like church and state. Well, we can't really do that. And I'm like, okay, but you know, try to embrace it. Go back to the office, people. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that was a good topic because I, yeah. I think we're seeing it more and more. And then we're seeing a lot of businesses who started during COVID getting office space. I've got a couple of clients who are actually getting an office and they didn't have one before. So, yeah, All right, I well, love it. I think that's it. We'd yeah. love to know what, what you think. Put this, you know, comment on social. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, you can email us. Um, at madgirlsinmarketingpod at gmail.com. Oh, please reach out. Like, we want to hear some, like, topics you want to hear about. At some mm-hmm. point, we're going to get rusty over here. I mean, we can only talk so much. 
Um, but hit us up. And our TikTok stuff is out, right? Yep. TikTok is up. There's two videos as of right now. By the time this airs, there's definitely going to be a lot more. Yeah. We want to hear from you. The good, you know, just good stuff. But, you know, if you have some, like, you know, feedback, hit yeah. us up. Rate, review. And until next time, stay mad about marketing. Oh, 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 o